Welcome to the Talking Talent Podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for finding us. Thank you for your time. Thank you for coming around and wanting to know about some of the top young players um, around the continent, around the globe. Uh, it's something that we've been doing for more than half a year and uh, actually now have topped the 200 prospects uh, uh, on our list that we've talked about. Uh, over the last six months, uh, really cool to uh, to have uh, eclipsed that number. Um, just really kind of blows my mind uh, thinking about how many guys uh, we've uh, talked about. And uh, a good group of uh, of six this week. We have uh, Jason uh, Filippi talking um, on the show this week, as well as uh, Ivan Mitrovic. Uh, Jason uh, talking about three guys who were at the uh, basketball Without Borders Europe camp, and then um, J- uh, Ivan talks about uh, three players who were uh, at the uh, Adidas Next Generation Tournament Finals. Um, of course, this is part of the Taking the Charge uh, substack. If you want to uh, go over to takingthecharge.substack.com, uh, become a subscriber. A paid subscription gets you the uh, gives you uh, gives you the um, access to the taking the charge prospects podcast where we have an in-depth interview with a young player from around the world. Um, and then also the full archives of the talking talent podcast, the show here. Uh, if you think the price is a little too much, uh, drop me a message and we can talk about it. Uh, but I think there's, uh, there's a lot of goodness, uh, that's in there, um, over the course of half a year, uh, every week going at it. And, uh, um, and really throughout, throughout the world, uh, talking about, uh, guys from all over the world. Um, so, uh, I'm not going to take any more of your time because I know there's so many other things that you guys can be listening to. Um, and so let's just jump right into the, to the six players this week. Uh, again, we have Jason Filippi and even Mitrovic. Thank you very much for your time. And, uh, we will talk to you next week. All right. So on the Talking Talent uh, podcast, uh, we, it's actually been a while. Uh, uh, Jason Filippi uh, in Italy. And uh, Jason, how are you doing? Uh, great. Happy to be back here. Uh, yeah. Um, actually, it had been a while, and uh, but it's actually not been a while since we actually saw each other. We only saw, we saw each other uh, last week at the, uh, at the Basketball Without Borders Europe camp. Uh, felt good for me to be out on the road and... Uh, and uh, sat sat down next to each other, and we're watching some uh, some some of the top talents in Europe, and uh, that's where we're going this week. Three guys uh, from the uh, from the BWB uh, Europe camp, and uh, the first one is uh, from from Italy. Uh, so all these guys are 2005 born, um, and uh, starting with an Italian, Leonardo Marangon. Uh, we actually saw him at the Adidas Next Generation tournament in Varese, where he was uh, on the Next Generation team. Um, you know, I'd never, you know, seen or heard the name before, and uh, but there was a, there was a, you know, interesting. Uh, you know, he was kind of interesting to me, sort of the 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 body athleticism and stuff like that. So I was looking forward to seeing him, um, and he plays for the Serie A B team um in padova uh in padova um so what do you have on uh leonardo marangon so leonardo marangon has been a pleasant surprise for me you know despite living in italy i did not know much about him until the angt in varese um you know uh two months ago um but you know he definitely caught my eye there and you know last week in milano he was once again you know one of the most interesting prospects. Uh, so I've, you know, got a, like I said, I didn't know a year ago, I didn't know him, but you know, now I, you know, feel I have a pretty good feel for him after having seen him live twice in a short span. Anyways, like I said, Marangon, you know, despite, you know, his, uh, you know, his physical appearance, he is a, uh, he's Italian. Uh, he is Italian. You know, his father is, you know, of African descent, but, you know, he was born and raised in Italy. His mother is Italian. And anyways, like I said, he's a very interesting prospect, uh, very underrated. You know, uh, like I said, he's playing for, you know, a small town team uh, in Padova, which doesn't have, you know, a high level pro team. They're in third division. Um, but I'm, I'm guessing that we're going to be hearing his name in the future. I'm sure he's going to be moving on to bigger and better things sooner than later. Anyways, Leonardo is a, you know, um, 
he's a very interesting wing prospect. Um, like he, he has, you know, uh, very interesting physical tools. He's about, he's close. I'd say he's about six, six, uh, one, 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 one meter 98 approximately. And he's got, you know, this long wiry body, long arms, and he's, uh, he's a very good athlete, you know, NBA caliber athlete, good leaper also just, you know, very fast twitch, quick off his feet. And, um, like I said, he's, uh, you know, he's, he, he, I think he's a late bloomer. I think I said he has a lot of interesting physical tools and his game though is progressing. And I think he still has huge margins for improvement on both sides of the court. Um, he, you know, on offensive, like I said, he's, uh, he's a wing player, uh, more of a score finisher than a shooter. You know, he uh, moves very well without the ball. He's a great transition, great on the court player. He's an athletic finisher at the rim. Uh, most of all, you know, he transition off cuts in the basket. He needs to improve um, his, uh, you know, scoring off the dribble, you know, because obviously with his physical uh, attributes, you know, he should, you know, uh, become improved at putting the ball in deck so he can take better advantage of these physical uh, tools, you know, to utilize his athleticism more. Um, and, you know, he's, uh, he can also shoot it from three-point range. I'd say he's a pretty, he's a pretty good shooter, you know, uh, catch and shoot, uh, especially from the corners. Uh, once again, you know, kind of, the thing about, you know, needing to improve off the dribble, he also needs to, you know, improve his pull-up game because, like I said, right now he's more of just a catch-and-shoot or spot-up shooter from three-point range. Um, but, uh, like I said, this is all, like I said, uh, he's, a, he's a late bloomer, so I think that, you know, he's going to improve in all of these aspects. And, you know, likewise, uh, his, uh, you know, athleticism translate well to the defensive level also. Uh, thanks to his length and athleticism, he can, you know, uh, guard pretty much any perimeter position you know he can guard bigger players with his length and like i said he has the, the length and athleticism to guard you know uh win players at a higher level he can even help eventually i'm imagine help uh, pressure the ball uh, with his length and you know ultimately i think he has potential as a, what they call a three and d wing player because like i said he can fill that role you know of a high level wing defender and a you know uh a three-point shooter even for the pro level so i think you know his game translates very well uh to higher levels of competition you know he'd obviously be a great college prospect and i think he's going to be i wouldn't say necessarily an nba prospect but he's a very good pro prospect i mean it's definitely euro league uh, caliber potential wise things you know the, in part to his you know, physical tools yeah, you you mentioned uh, physical tools. You mentioned the uh, the length, but he, you know it's also strength. You know, there's just some, a pretty good um, you know amount of muscle mass already there. Uh, He's wired yet, strong. I don't think you know. I wouldn't rank him as you know, big, strong per se. But no, 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 no. But yeah, but and 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 it also you know um, you know there's there's also you know he always you don't want to have a guy who's fully developed you know mat, you know maturity wise. I mean, he, he, so he don't he won't turn actually seventeen until the end of November. Um, but you you see that there's actually you know still room for physical maturity and to and to get stronger. I mean, he has some you know, some tone there already, um, you know, muscle tone and all that, but, you know, it's definitely, you see there uh, a, pot a potential for more. And that was one of the things also, um, you know, it's, it's a nice mix of, of, you know, already their athleticism yet, um, you know, room for development, if you will, you know, room for, um, you know, actual physical maturity. So, um, you know, especially if he can, you know, if he can, um, I didn't, I didn't really see him shoot much from the outside. Um, but I mean, if he can definitely do that, I mean, you know, uh, the very minimum would be, you know, sort of a three and D guy, uh, I would think, um, you know, at least, you know, uh, you know, mid high level Italy, you know, who, who knows? Um, all right. Next guy um, is uh, is a guy that uh, I was also, again, interested in, in seeing uh, for the first time live um, watching them on video, uh, you know, from the uh, DDS Next Generation Terminate Patras. Um, it's uh, Andreas Holst, uh, who was playing for uh, FC Barcelona at the uh, at the uh, DDS Next Generation Tournament there in, in Greece. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, so, uh, actually, you know what? I don't even know. Do you know when he arrived in uh, Barcelona by chance? Um, I don't have um, anything. To my knowledge, this is his first year because he wasn't on, you know, the teams I saw last year. So yeah. Yeah. Um, to my knowledge, I didn't. I didn't go to see you know any uh, ABA games in Spain last year because of COVID, and you know the NGT was not the NGT team last year. So, to my knowledge, this is his first year with Barcelona. Yeah. And. So why don't you let us know what you what he what you have on the uh, the big um, Danish forward um, uh, Andreas Holst? Yeah, well, like you know, just like with uh, Leonardo Marangoni, you know, this is a uh, you know kind of a unknown, you know, unknown, well, relative, formally unknown prospect. You know, like I said, uh, I saw him for the live for the first time this year, like Leonardo Marangoni, um, and like I said, he kind of fits the description. You know, even though he's a different player than Marangoni, though, like I said, this is another guy who's an underrated prospect, a possible late bloomer, a guy who comes from you know lesser traditional basketball background but you know now he's you know uh on a big stage and like i said uh, he's not necessarily a difference maker but like i said i saw him in patras never seen him before and i like what i saw in patras uh earlier this year and you know in milano last week at the uh, basketball without borders he again confirmed you know my positive first impression like i said uh, the thing about andres folks like i said is the upside there like I said, he's a nice player already don't get me wrong but uh what intrigues me most is his upside like i said he's got you know nice size you know 610 uh 610ish got this super long long body you know obviously he needs to get stronger but he has a nice frame that just needs to finish filling out and he's very mobile he's a very good runner um so you know right now right now he is more like i said of a rim runner you know just a guy that scores off cuts to the basket but he shows you know potential and you know just the mentality you know he can play in the high post as well as the low post um in fact he's probably better you know uh, in the high post um, and in the low post. And uh, I see some potential here um, as a, uh, you know, stretch, as a stretch big man, you know, especially in smaller lineups. Um, you know, he's not a great, I wouldn't say he's a knockdown three-point shooter, but, you know, like I said, he can he can pop out for three-point shots. And, you know, he's, you know, a comfortable shooting from a high post area. So, like I said, you know, right now he's more of a rim runner, but I see potential as more of a stretch big you know, down the road. And like I said, his mobility is elite. I mean, he's an excellent, excellent runner. Um, and, you know, defensively, you know, his mobility, you know, obviously is huge, he's a huge thing, even on the defensive end. Yes, he does need to get stronger, you know, to play inside at the pro level. But with his, you know, mobility, you know, like I said, he'll be able to guard probably both bigger and stronger, bigger, you know, bigger, stronger players, as well as switch on to uh, smaller, quicker players, um, you know, and pick and rolls and all, which, like I said, are skills that are, uh, you know, highly, highly appreciated in today's modern game at the, uh, at the pro level. So, like I said, you know, he's, uh, like I said, he still, you know, has a ways to go, but I see a lot of upside in this kid. And, you know, right now I've labeled him, you know, as, uh, you know, a very good college prospect and yearly caliber player uh, down the road. So, uh, definitely, this is a name. This is a guy to follow closer in the future, uh, Andreas Holst. Yeah, and I mean, I, I imagine he'll be playing under eighteen European Championship. He he just turned seventeen uh, a few days ago, May twenty eighth. This is his birthday, and um, so I imagine he play under eighteen, try to get to uh, Denmark to 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 the Division A. Obviously, that's a huge. A uh, huge, uh, you know, a task for a country like Denmark. Um, uh, one thing that he kind of he was on the team with Pakum um, Dadier, and Dadier really liked the ball a lot. Um, and uh, you know, you also see like you know guys like Ruben Prey and stuff like that on that team. You know, they offensively they weren't able to you know i don't think do maybe as much as as maybe if they were on another team i'm not saying you know dadier was was bad in in you know in the in his in his play with the ball or anything like that but he did enjoy the ball um and you know trying to to dominate the the team offensively so I, I, you know i was i was kind of hoping to see a little bit more from holst 
um, you can see it there. Uh, you know, it's, is a guy like the length and everything and, and, and all, all the, the physical tools and you're like, oh yeah, you know, can't wait to see him play. And, um, but there was a little bit of, you know, I just was wishing, you know, maybe a little bit more would come from him. I wonder, you know, um, if it was a little bit different at Barcelona again, again, I didn't really, you know, able to see him live. So, uh, but definitely, you know, very, very interesting guy to, to watch. Um, and I'm sure the Danes are really happy, uh, to have him in the mix. Um, the guy we're going to see, uh, this summer, we've seen him a lot actually already, and, uh, we're going to see him again this summer, um, is your third guy. Uh, and that is Mohamed uh, Diara. He was actually the, uh, France, he was actually named the MVP uh for uh for the camp uh and he was actually so he was at the Didis next generation tournament in patras on this on the uh on the next gen team and then was on the uh next generation select team for the angt uh finals then in serbia uh, a few weeks ago uh, a couple weeks ago and um is actually a guy who came up sort of in the inset program and then moved to Paris basketball this, uh, this past uh, season, um, you know, obviously as a, was, you know, uh, a part of that team, uh, the French national team that won the qualify won the challenger to qualify for the under 17 world cup, where he will be one of the leaders. I would imagine um, obviously goes, will be going to the camp. Now the French camp uh, with a lot of, uh, confidence, motivation, etc. Um, uh, after really a strong performance, um, and uh, and a very versatile performance. Uh, so, what do you have on Mohamed Diara? So, Mohamed Diara is obviously the best, the best known of these three guys. You know, like I said, um, you know, I didn't know Maragon and Holst uh, well going into the season, but you know. Uh, Diawara was a known commodity, but like I said, he's, uh, he's impressed me a lot. You just mentioned that he's, you know, fresh up winning MVP at the, uh, which is basketball without borders in the Europe and Milan camp. And like I said, he's really grown on me. I'll be honest with you last summer. I was not all impressed with him. Obviously, you know, he was playing, you know, Europe and he didn't, you know, have as big a role on the team. And I saw him even with the Espoir French, uh, the Paris Espoir uh, team at the beginning of the season. And once again, I was like, Eh, not impressed. You know, I was much more impressed with his teammate, uh, Pacom Dadier. But uh, like I said, he's really grown on me because, like I said, he was, he's been great, uh, you know, this uh, this season in the AGT tournament, you know, both the Patras and the Belgrade uh, final round legs of the uh, AGT. And once again, then great again last week in Milano. So like I said, He's really, you know, like I said, he he was a good pl player, good prospect, and he's improving. He's improving. He's probably played better every time I've seen him, as a matter of fact, this year. So I'm seeing a progression. Um, you know, obviously, you know, he has an interesting physical tool, tools. Like I said, he has good, not great size, decent size, but he has a very strong, strong build. You know, he's, he's already physically a man, and he has very long arms that help him play much, much bigger on both sides of the court. Um, and he's a obviously you know he's a good athlete leaper also in addition to that. So like I said, he has a very interesting you know physical tools and also very interesting skills. You know when I last summer you know when I first saw him I wasn't particularly impressed with his ball skills because uh, like I said he had a lesser role on the team. But wow this year with the at the AGT tournament and uh, you know he has really blossomed. He showcased you know unexpected, you know, at least for me, unexpected uh, ball skills that I, you know, did not see or did not imagine initially. You know, I thought it was going to be a, he was more of a four, five and said he is definitely more of a four, three. You know, he impressed me with his ability to handle the ball uh, in the open court. Uh, he often would lead, you know, transition offenses himself. And even in the half-court game, though, he took a lot of initiative. You know, he often acted as, you know, a secondary ball handler, even in the half-court game, which was surprising. And he also displayed, you know, in addition to his ability to handle it, also very good passing skills, nice court vision. He's made, you know, especially in the NG tournament, NGT tournament, he made some amazing passes, uh, showing just a really, really good uh, you know, knowledge and feel for the game that I did not initially, initially imagine him 
So he's really impressed me much better than, you know, if I could, like I said, he's a combo forward, you know, uh, for the pro level, but, you know, these ball skills, you know, will give him an edge, you know, uh, regardless of his position. Obviously I'd say that, you know, the biggest thing he needs to improve, you know, offensively will be his, you know, three point shot. He shoots it from three point range, but I don't consider him to be a very good shooter person. If I was defending him, I would back off and be happy to let him shoot three point shots. And he tends to sometimes take that as a personal offense and say, Oh yeah, I'll show him and, you know, hoist up, you know, ill-advised three point shots. Uh, he needs to learn kind of, you know, to be more patient and sure, you know, if he's a shot is there, take it, but you know, maybe wait until you become a better shooter uh, and focus more on getting to the rim and, you know, creating off the dribble. And his versatility obviously translates uh, to the defensive end too. Like I said, he did a great job guarding both bigger and smaller players, very switchable. Um, you know, I could see him having a future as a small small ball, you know, uh, big man even on uh, the defensive end. So, like I said, like I said, he has very, very interesting skill set and a very interesting skill set that I think will translate to higher levels of competition. Um, you know, his ability, like I said, to exploit mismatches is going to be something that should translate uh, to higher levels of competition. So I think that he's a very interesting pro prospect also. Perhaps not as good as NBA prospect as Pacom, as his teammate Pacom Dadier, but he's definitely, you know, a guy that uh, scouts, NBA scouts, will be following closely uh, in the next couple of years. I was, um, he also had a, a really nice body control, um, a couple of, you know, fast break layups, you know, really had a, tough catch and then and then finished uh layups uh really nicely and um and the dribble it's I, it is there i think it is there and um you know he he, he uh, you mentioned uh daddy a i mean those two really went at it um quite a bit um in his two best games offensively scoring wise came against daddy a's teams um, and, uh, and, uh, and, and so Diara, you know, he was the MVP, but he also won the title with, uh, with, with that team and, uh, they were undefeated the, 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 the Blazers team. Um, and, um, I, I was, I was really impressed with him much more than, than I had been when I, um, uh, you know, when I, you know, sort of watched him from, from, you know, it, it's, it's hard for me when I'm covering the events, writing stuff. Uh, this was different where I was able to really sit on guys and watch them and stuff. And, you know, he, he was really able to dribble, you know, uh, really go at it dribble wise against study. And he really, you know, you know, went, uh, uh, you know, really rose to the challenge defensively and trying to, you know, contain daddy as well, who has, he obviously has a, a, a really good drive as well. So um, uh, yeah, Diara, you know, this is a guy who, you know, he turned um, turned 17 uh, a few weeks ago, end of April, um, so, uh, yeah, great, great stuff. I uh, was, um, was looking forward to hearing what you had on, on these three guys, uh, Jason, then, um, I guess, you know, for people who weren't there, why don't you just maybe, you know, maybe just a couple of minutes, you know, just your thoughts on the, the, tel- the talent level. Um, obviously this was the 2005 generation, um, here in Europe, uh, your thoughts on, on, on these guys, uh, U18 European championship, you know, obviously all of these guys will be playing up a year, um, Spain, f- Spain, France, Spain, France, Lithuania, Slovenia, um, s- uh, Poland, and I'm missing a team. Are Hungary? No, uh, not Hungary. Um, Spain. Uh, who's the other one? I'm missing a team. Uh, will be playing under 17 World Cup, so those will be their generations. But otherwise, um, you know, we don't know. You know, not all these guys will be starring this summer because they're a year young, a year younger. So, uh, but your thoughts about the about the talent pool in this uh, at the event? Yeah. Anyways, well, it looks to be a very, very you know uh, interesting event. Um, you know the you know the U17, obviously the US team. You know, will be always a team to beat. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think the, the European clubs, you know, will, will be excellent. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, Spain and France and well, Spain and France, pretty much in any category this summer, I expect them to be, you know, uh, front runners, uh, at the U8, the European U18s, uh, as well. Uh, but you know, this, uh, this French generation is amazing. We've talked, I've spoken about a lot of 
French players, you know, born between 2004 and 2006, you know, this uh, past season during our podcasts uh, and all. And like I said, I mean, it's it's amazing the quantity of talent they have. And this is, like I said, this is for the foreseeable future. I mean, the, France, you know, is the new frontier in, uh, in European basketball. You know, uh, everything is moving, is moving um uh, west, actually, it's moving west, you know, from the Balkans towards uh, Spain and France. But, you know, France, you know, like I said, you know, they've uh, reaping the benefits of the uh, investments, if you may, that they've made in the past years, you know, recruiting uh, players. Obviously, they have a dearth of physical talent that uh, not all countries have. And, you know, it was just a question of, you know, channeling that in and improving their infrastructures, their coaching staffs to be better prepared to, you know, uh, you know coach and prepare these players. And, you know, Spain, like I said, always at the forefront. Uh, obviously, the Spanish, you know, group appears to be very interesting, you know, in these events, you know, specifically in these events that I saw, including the one just concluded in Milan, once again, in addition to the French players, uh, several Spanish players took out. And, you know, the two guys that probably the two guys, the two non-French players that stood out the most uh, at the um, camp in Milan last week were, in fact, two Spanish guys, Sergio De La Rea, who's been one of my favorite players, you know, overall. He was uh, arguably my favorite player in the uh, Belgrade, the initial Belgrade uh, leg, leg of the uh, Adidas Next Generation tournament. And he's uh, on Almanza, who, like I said, uh, was actually my first time seeing him live. Uh, because I missed out on the opportunity last summer and to see him live, you know, with uh, U16 and U18s uh, due to, to, to COVID uh, restrictions and all. But I was really impressed with him. And like I said, the, the combination of them two playing together, Del Rea, Manso, was truly a great uh, combo. You know, like I said, you know, with uh, Sergio Del Rea's creative passing and Almanza's, you know, great finishing ability, they were probably you know, the most dynamic duo uh, of uh, you know that I saw in uh, in Milan last week, and I expect them to you know continue to you know play you know uh, together this well uh, this summer also at the uh, U17s. That's what I expect. So, anyways, you know, look out. These two guys uh, play really. They're great individual talent, and they're even better playing together. Yeah, for sure. All right, Jason, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, read your stuff, uh, etc. Hi, I will, like I said, you know, I'm, uh, you can read my stuff on uh, Pro D Pro Insight, prospectiveinsight.com, as well as basketballnews.com. And I will be regularly tweeting, you know, uh, from, you know, my Twitter account, Jason Scout, on any events that I will be following, you know, uh, over, over the summer. So. All right. Fantastic. Thanks. Uh, again, it was nice seeing you. And uh, was, uh, thanks again for jumping on here. And uh, we'll talk then latest in two weeks. Okay. Thanks. All right. Back on the Talking Talent show. Um, actually, a guy that wasn't, you, you haven't heard from in a while. Uh, and I don't even remember the last show because we did the Under 18 Americas podcast since then as well. Uh, even Mitrovic, welcome back on the show. How are you doing? Yeah, glad to be back. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, um, and we've actually seen each other since uh, since your last since the, your last appearance on the show. It was yeah. nice. It was a pleasure meeting you uh, at least for a short time. Yeah. Um, these uh, these events where I'm at, I I pound on the keyboard so much on my on my laptop that. Uh, I don't have much time, and uh, but uh, I was able to step out and and, uh, and and catch up at least a little bit. Um, uh, confirm the reports that the sun was shining a little bit. <laughs> yep, um, sun was there. Yeah, we didn't sun, see much, but it was there. I definitely didn't see much. Um, yeah. So, and we are actually going to look at uh, three guys who were there, and actually a third guy. The third guy we're actually going to talk about. Uh, sorry, no, the second guy we're going to talk about is actually, I saw him uh, again recently at the Basketball Without Borders camp. Uh, but let's start with the first guy. And uh, and that will, and that will be uh, Andrea uh, Jelovic, uh, Jelovic uh, 
plays uh, played at uh, Mega Mega Belgrade for uh, at the Adidas Next Generation tournament. Actually, played for Sedavita um, at the first uh, tournament that was in uh, was that in Ljubljana? Where was I'm trying to remember? Do you remember where that yeah. was? Sedavita was in Ljubljana, but uh, he didn't play there. Uh, he didn't play this one. Uh, he right. played. He you're played right. in two thousand. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I was thinking. Twenty-one. Um, I was thinking of Malovic. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Uh, right. And and Yelovich played uh, twenty. Uh, well, last last season. Yeah, yeah twenty-one last... in, in Belgrade. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, uh, I, uh, from from Croatia played uh, at the uh, at the. Let's see. Under eighteen was that. On, I'm, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not very prepared it seems today uh i'm out of practice uh under 18 yeah. uh, european challenger yeah. and uh did a pretty good job there and uh you know really was one of the leaders one of the difference makers uh in, yeah. in, with for mega and getting the title uh croatian started with Sedevita, um and then lupiana and then uh, uh olympia and then uh moved to uh, mega actually after the under 19 ABBA league and um so what do you have uh what do you have on the young uh andrea yelovac yeah as you said he 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 signed a long-term deal with with mega before uh, before the angt finals that was actually first first event that he he played for new team and actually he he adapted pretty well which i didn't Think that it will happen that fast but he played really well uh he was one of their top three players along with uh, jurisic who was tournament mvp and bagayoko who was a member of all tournament team yellow which was one of difference makers and and he he averaged uh almost 15 points per game actually it was 14.7 points per game and six rebounds and and he really did good job especially especially on offensive end uh, he's listed as a two ten tall. I'm not sure if he's that tall, but he's he's well sized. He's kind of a late bloomer, so his body is still not not fully developed. Uh, but he has solid frame, and I think it will it will it will get better get better in future. Uh, on offense on offensive end, he he had a lot of freedom on offensive end. He's uh, he spent most of the time playing as a as a stretch four. Uh, playing on perimeter and playing with ball in his hands, uh, he he can put the ball on the floor. He he is capable of of making plays with the ball in his hands and and, and creating. So he can he can attack closeouts. He can he can really gain advantage when when driving by by slower slower bigs. And he's a pretty decent shooter for his size. Uh, didn't have the most consistent tournament shooting wise, but he showed the ability to shoot. He has nice, nice, nice shot and and, and the solid, solid footwork with, with with some fluidity in his jumper. So overall, he played really well on offensive on offensive side of the floor. Uh, defensively, he he was pretty solid as well. Uh, he has he has he has good solid solid body as I've said, so he can he can defend multiple positions. Uh, has some some struggles to to defend uh, stronger bigs inside, but he spends most of the time defending the stretching forwards and, and guys playing on perimeter without a ball. So he can defend, as I've said, he can defend multiple positions. Uh, should be better in his athleticism. Could be could be quicker of his feet, but uh, since he he is pretty well sized, you cannot expect him to be elite athlete or or to have elite quickness of his feet so overall i think he is one of the the biggest creation prospects at the moment he is 2004 born uh as you said he played at fiba under 18 challenger last summer and he was one of the best players for Croatian national team over there uh so i think he he should have a decent role next year playing at senior level i don't know if that's going to be uh for Mega in ABBA League or or for their B team Cup Belgrade in Serbian Kailas League, but uh, anywhere that they put him, I think he'll he will have a, a solid 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 role in, in senior level, 
and I'm curious to see how he will develop develop his game in, in uh, you know, on senior level in, in future. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned um, you mentioned that he acclimated pretty quickly. I mean, you know, that first game was against Incept, and obviously with all those, you know, quick, long, athletic guys, you know, just you know, yeah, cause, causing way. causing chaos. Um, yeah. On 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 for 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 you know the for the opposing offense, he had six turnovers. Um, but in in uh, you know he first of all he was the difference maker. Uh, in the, I think it was the fourth quarter. I think he had at least two or if not three threes in the Real Madrid game. Um, yeah. But, you know, you look at, you know, 40, 50, 50, 58 minutes in those, in, in the two games that, that, uh, that the other two games that he played, uh, five assists, zero turnovers, you know, and for somebody yeah. who, you know, this is totally new team, you know, and, and, and yeah. really, to 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 not turn the ball over at all that's just pretty impressive um and uh yeah you mentioned uh you know croatian um you know 2004 born just turned 18 a couple of uh, uh a couple of weeks ago and obviously you know he'll be probably one of the leaders of that uh, under 18 generation that uh, you know obviously croatia would love to get to the under 19 world cup um, which is a qualifier. So I would imagine he would definitely be one of the leaders of, of this team. So it'll be, uh, you know, interesting, uh, to see what they're going to, uh, what they're going to be able to do. I would imagine a guy with his size and, uh, you know, and, and that you know, shooting ability outside, uh, would definitely be a weapon that, that, um, that they can use. And, um, you know, that under 18 European championship this year is going to be really fantastic. It's going to be, um, you know, there's a lot of really good players there and, you know, there's only five spots, you know, and uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be really good. Um, another guy who actually uh, this summer would probably be playing under, um, under 16 European championship, um, which is kind of crazy to, to say, but uh, Orban. Oh, no, he... Which one? Or, Orban. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Krofelik is is uh, 2006 born. Uh, he was uh, we saw him at the uh, DS Next Generation tournament twice. Uh, first on the Lopiana team, next selection, uh, next uh, next generation, uh, and then the select team at the at the finals. Um, and uh, you know, 2006 born. You know, Slovenia is you know they're you know starting to pump out some guys. Um, I don't think he is actually part of the, um, I don't think he's part of the under six, under 17 world cup team, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think he is. I'm looking right now. Um, so why don't you, uh, why don't you let us know, uh, what you have on, on a guy who, you know, we saw really score a lot of points, uh, at times. Uh, so your thoughts on, on Urban Krofelik. Yeah, he was also a member of this select team in, in, in Belgrade, but he didn't play much in this one. He had a way bigger role in uh, Ljubljana qualification tournament where he averaged uh, 15 points per game and he had this one game against, um, I believe it was Jalgiris when he scored 31 points out of teams 64, if I'm not mistaken. So he almost scored like half of, half of points of his team. He plays uh, in uh, Spanish Basketball Academy at the moment. He is uh, 197 centimeters tall, so he's pretty well sized considering his age and position he plays. He's a perimeter player, plays a, a, a lot with the ball in his hands. He he has uh, pretty good scoring instincts and he is a natural scorer, but he he still plays with a lot of lots of ups and downs in, in, in his games. So he he lacks of, of consistency, I would say. Uh, he can he can really shoot the ball from from long long range, and uh, he has nice shot form with with decent decent jumpers, solid footwork. Uh, but he needs to make his jump jumper more consistent. Uh, his shot selection is not not the greatest possible, but since he has a big size advantage, he can shoot over 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 his defenders, and he can he can score over them, but. He tends to take occasionally some way way too tough shots. Uh, he he can drive to the rim, he can finish at the rim, but he forces his 
stronger left side it doesn't doesn't use his weaker hand almost almost at all but he he's pretty aggressive driver has long long first step and he can really attack closeouts and, and blow by defenders when when goes goes stronger side from from perimeter uh, showed some ability to to run pick and rolls on in Ljubljana tournament but I I don't think that he he will ever have be a primary ball handler or a guy who who creates a lot out of, of ball screens uh, I think he'll play more as a as a as a shooting guard or if if he grows even more probably as a as a wing uh but he he's a really offensively oriented guy and on defensive end he occasionally loses focus and, and lacks of lacks of aggressiveness on on defensive defensive end but he has long strides that that can help him in in being pretty solid solid defender and it can help in uh Stealing the ball, deflecting, or, or even block, blocking shots when when it's possible. So I think he needs to bring some more aggressiveness to defensive end. And overall, uh, as you said, he he is another another interesting Slovenian Slovenian prospect. Uh, he's 2006 born, and he played uh, it uh, at Ljubljana with two years older guys. And that dif- that age difference was not was not really visible. Uh, when he played against them, so he has no no troubles to to play against older guys to to be productive against them to even to even finish uh, at the rim. He doesn't he doesn't shy away from from playing against stronger guys. So that's a that's a positive thing. He likes to compete, but I, I think he needs to be way more way more consistent, especially on offensive end, and to cut those ups and downs he has. But yeah, he he should if he plays for Slovenia national national team this summer, he should be one of the one of the leaders of their under sixteen. And uh, I'm curious to see where 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 will he end up playing next year because there are a, a lot of a lot of rumors around him. Uh, been I've heard even uh, that he has offered from overtime elite. So I'm really curious to see where will he he'll, he end up. But uh, for sure, he is very talented, offensive offensively oriented player. And if he fixes some some issues that he that he has, I think he he has pretty solid potential for for higher level in future. Yeah. Um, so he's he wasn't he's not in the in the team for the under seventeen. Um, I imagine that they're going to probably try to bring as much of that same unit that that uh, won the qualifier uh, last yeah. last year under sixteen, just because they're not super talented. Um, uh, and super athletic or anything like that and really need sort of that chemistry and knowing each other and, and, you know, how you play and, um, you know, and you already have one guy who, you know, really likes to, you know, score a lot and that's, you know, Jan Vida and, you know, you don't know if you really want to mess around too much that with that as well. Um, especially for, you know, with a guy who, you know, wasn't with them, uh, this year. So, um, Okay, so uh, yeah, but I can imagine he'll probably be one of the leaders of that under sixteen team. Uh, last guy is, um, you know, I I kind of I kind of felt bad for some of those mega guys um, who, you know, were some of the sort of the, the the top guys for the for the mega team at the at the qualifier uh, at the um, at the first A and G T in Belgrade, yeah. and uh, you know because when you brought in. You know, this the first you know first game was you know four of the five starters were not even on the team, um, at the uh, you know at the finals you know was not even in the the team in in Belgrade and so, you know yeah. just just kind of felt uh, bad and and I was I was really happy then you know in the the Maccabi game which was obviously meaningless um, uh, because uh, Mega had already qualified for the championship game and uh, and the your your third guy um um bogoyob 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 uh markovic yeah. uh really you know had a chance to shine you know and you know handle the ball and do a lot of things uh, 29 points uh 11 of uh 11 of 21 shots plus 7 8 free throws uh, seven rebounds, four assists, um, and uh, you know, thirty-three minutes, only two turnovers, um, twenty-nine points. You know, really shined, and you know, only scored, uh, only scored. Let's see, uh, well, it didn't score the rest of the uh, uh, in in the other in the other games. So uh, yeah. it was nice for him really to get a chance to shine. And you know, I you know, 
I, I would like to, you know, think maybe a little bit, and it also got him a chance to maybe play at the, uh, you know, participate in the, uh, in the basketball without borders, uh, you know, camp uh, in, in um, European camp in Milan. And I think he did a pretty good job there. You know, definitely was good for him to kind of get there and see a different level. Um, you know, he's part of the under 16 team that, that won the, uh, won the European challenger. And then we'll be playing at the under 17 world cup in a couple of weeks. Um, so, you know, obviously we saw him last year at the, uh, uh, at the, at the qualifiers. Oh, uh, wait, oh, wait, was he in no, the no, challenger? He wasn't there. No, he wasn't in no, the no, challenger. He wasn't there. No, he no. wasn't at the challenger. So, you know, um, you know, but obviously with, with, uh, with coach being his coach at mega, uh, you know, that's going to be, you know, he, he knows him very well. And so it'd be a good chance for him to, you know, maybe play, play a role there. So it'd be, um, so why don't you let us know what you have on Bogiop Markovic? Yes. I tried. I yeah. Tried. Yeah. Yeah. He he is for sure one of the one of the best players in, in Mega Mega's under 17 team, which won a Serbian title a couple of weeks ago. Uh he is two two oh six centimeters tall, uh versatile forward who, who can play who can play multiple positions. Uh he, as you said, he didn't play much at uh, at final tournament, uh, NGT final tournament in Belgrade. But one game he got hot minutes. He really, really, he really showed what he's capable of against Maccabi. He, as you said, scored twenty nine points. Did basically uh, everything possible for for his teammate on a team for his team on on that on that game. Uh, showed his full versatility, both offensively and defensively. Uh, but he drew attention to himself when he when he played the qualification tournament in, in Belgrade. He was by far, for me, the most intriguing guy in, in that mega team in February. Uh, he's he's pretty well sized late bloomer who would probably go a couple of more centimeters in future. He has lanky body and but with a thin frame, so I'm not sure how strong will he be in future. But he really moves well for his size. He can play. He can run the floor well with and without a ball. Uh, he he's as I said, re- really versatile guy on the on offensive end. Showed some ability to shoot, also it lacks of consistency, but it's it's pretty pretty. He has pretty solid jumper with 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 ability to have a decent range in future, in my opinion. Uh, he's a guy who can who can play with the ball on perimeter. He can he can drive to the basket. He can drive both sides. Uh, he has pretty solid touch at the rim. Uh, he has troubles to to absorb contact at, at this level still because, as I've said, he he la- he lacks of of uh, strength and physicality. But he doesn't shy away from from finishing at the at the rim and in contact, which is a which is a good thing. Uh, really, guy who who can do a lot of things on offensive side moves well without the ball as well. He had some. Of ball cuts and and moves well on, on perimeter as well, so uh, he he was a member of, of Serbia under under sixteen team last last summer, but I'm sure he'll be a member of of under seventeen team this this summer at, at World Cup, uh, and I think he actually can be one of one of the main guys. Maybe won't be a first first name on the list, but I think he he can do a lot of things as a as a sixth man, because he really can 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 bring a lot of positive things, not only on offensive end but also in in defense. Uh, he has troubles to to defend qu- quicker guards or quicker wings, but with his size and length, he can he can defend multiple positions. And I think I think that's something that that Serbia will will need on this on this tournament. So overall, I think he he is one of the the. Biggest long-term prospects from from Mega. Uh, next season he should play at their under-19 team uh, with with older guys. So I think that will be a good good test for him. And then if he plays well, uh, I I can expect to see him in uh, two years playing for for Mega first team if if he continues to develop and do everything he does. Yeah, uh, I you know I, I agree with uh, everything. You know, uh, tournament wise, at the camp wise, you know, one of the things was he was playing with uh, Dadier and his team, 
uh, and Dadier was uh, very ball dominant, and so it really didn't have a, a chance to 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 show too much. Um, uh, but you know, was 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 uh, you know, it, I think it was I think it was great for him to to see that level, and you know, especially after yes. having the success that he had had with uh, with Bel with uh, Mega at the at the AGT. So, um, all right, uh, and and also you know, I think uh, you know, with with Puppich not there um uh the the big also not there what's his name um uh, sorry one more time Malisic, right you know so you know i mean okay he's not necessarily either of those but you know sort of in the middle and they you know might want to try to do a couple different things you know maybe he can you know help out uh you know and do some you know obviously like we like you said he scored 29 um yeah 29 points you know and and it was a pretty effective um pretty efficient 25 um yeah uh was um let's see it was uh uh where am i uh 11 of 18 on twos missed all three of his threes but 11 of 18 you know that's that's not you know too bad and they really didn't have um you know they only had i think seven seven guys maybe played that game um because they, yeah, they yeah. started all their all their they four, rested four all their starters. Yeah, yeah so uh, all right. Fantastic. Even why don't you, uh, let's finish up then. And why don't you let everybody know where they can find you, read your stuff, et cetera. And then we'll get on our way. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, our social networks are under Balkan prospects nickname and uh, balkanprospects.com is our website. We actually just published our review from, uh, NGT final. So everybody can check it out over there. All right. Fantastic. And, uh, we'll talk to you two weeks. And yep. then we're going to be really close uh, to under net to under, to under under seventeen World Cup, man. Uh, it's coming up, you know. Yeah. Check out, check out the check out under under seventeen World Cups page. You know, we're putting content content up. We're right now we're in the middle of the of the uh, top fifteen uh, names of all time. We've we've gone back and reviewed all five of the tournaments. Um, there's uh, um, votes for top performances of all time um and uh so and uh content's coming up on that site yeah. so go over there and check it out and you know and uh you know we're keeping track of the rosters uh usa just announced their uh 35 man uh we have serbia's serbia's up there as well um slovenia's there you know so you know it's we're getting more and more content there so uh definitely we'll talk to you in two weeks yep sounds good